Ladies and gentlemen, dreamers and doers, seekers of purpose and fulfillment, welcome to Passion on Purpose, the podcast that sets your soul on fire and ignites the spark within you. I'm your host, Steph Hilfer, and I'm beyond thrilled you're here. Passion on Purpose features leaders, experts, and sometimes me on center stage. We put the spotlight on visionaries, entrepreneurs, leaders, experts, and everyday heroes to share their journey of self-discovery, enthusiasm, and unwavering determination. We'll explore how they use their passion and purpose to fuel their brand. Alongside our leaders, we'll provide practical tips, actionable advice, and wisdom from our experts across various fields. So if you're ready to unleash your inner fire, shake off the doubts and insecurities, and pursue a life of purpose with unbridled enthusiasm, then let's dive in. All right, guys, we are back with another episode of the Passion on Purpose podcast, and I am so excited to have our leader today, Mark Forrester. He is the co-founder of Deposit. Um, We kind of had a little silly chat offline. If you guys are not watching this on YouTube and you're listening, you're not seeing Mark rocking his um, swag and his gear and seeing Deposit, the business name. And we kind of had a fun little laugh because we both clearly have no problem misspelling words. We'll dive into more of what Deposit really means. Um, But as a reminder, if you guys are listening on your favorite podcast channel, but you want to see all of the fun stuff going on at the Passion on Purpose world, jump over to YouTube. We're there too. Um, Mark, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, Steph, appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to learn more about um, what it is that Deposit does, what you're doing. Um, we also, off air really briefly, had a really good conversation about where our consumers' worlds are going, how we're behaving as far as what we want out of a relationship with businesses. And so I already know that you've got that right heart-centric kind of approach to business. So this is going to be a good call, guys. Um, We're going to start as we always do. And we're going to ask, what is your why? Yeah, that's a, uh, I mean, I've listened to a couple of these, um, you know, over the course of the past few weeks. And ultimately, you know, the why really didn't come down to, you know, XYZ for the business. It really came down to my son. and just to paint the picture, I think I was kind of forced into what I'm doing. I actually, uh, one of the latest episodes, um, I think her name was Natalie. She had mentioned that too. And uh, it's funny, I've been in the merchant service industry since 2015, working for um, my in-laws at the time. My son was born in 2020, February 2020. The whole world got shut down You know, a month after. Uh, and I found myself um, being let go as well. Mm-hmm. So that's really where all of this kind of like snowballed. I have a one month old at home, my wife at home, and I'm kind of like, what do I do? So over that year of 2020, I started building up my own relationships and, and my own portfolio. Um, and just so happened as I was doing my own merchant service company, um, I ended up hiring a consultant Uh, in this industry. There's low risk businesses and high risk businesses. Low risk would be, you know, your mom and pop retail restaurants and high risk is more like a high ticket coach or a consultant or maybe, you know, an e-commerce store. A lot of the people 
that I've had associations with and built a network with were these high risk accounts. And I didn't really know how to properly assist them and support them. So I took on a consultant, worked with her for a year. And after building a relationship with her, it just so happened, she's now uh, one of my, I mean, she's a partner, right? So uh, Patricia and Dave, they came to me um, and they let me kind of start building with them. And, and that's where we are today, um, being able to kind of take what I thought was the end of the world um, and just do what I do is, you know, try to build relationships and build good connections and kind of see where they go. And that's where deposit now is, um, is about four of us, five of us building this up. Um, and that's pretty much the why it's always been my son. Obviously, I think now that I have that fear leaving me, um, back when I was full time, you know, the why then was uh taking care of the the merchant um so as soon as the fear left of what do i do i think inherently because i've been in the industry for so long i've heard a lot of stories from business owners when it comes to their payment processing and when it comes to their money and the one thing that's never left my mind is like this is not your money mark um that's one thing i always always keep in the back of my mind is that this is the business owner's bloodline. This is their money. I am not 1000%. I am not going to be the person that wants to jeopardize their business or their cash flow. So it's always making sure I keep that in the back of my mind, consult them properly with how to set things up to really make sure that they're doing everything they can operationally, um, whether it's sales or whether it's marketing that accompanies the merchant account which i don't think a lot of people understand um but really i want to make sure that they're set up for success uh and hopefully if i do that my son is, is set up for success as well <laughs> yeah absolutely i think there's a lot of things too like educationally wise we could tap into for this episode but i also you know i i always want these to real be more inspirational and motivational from that passionate side of things. So I have some questions and I wanna to get to them. I'm not gonna forget them. Okay. But before we dive into them, I wanna know a little bit more about you, the person behind it, right? I know yeah. you have some power players helping you too, Yeah. but you could be doing anything else in the world. And I know your son's your driver. Yeah. You could be doing anything else, but you're, you're leaning into this. So I'm curious as what was five-year-old, 10-year-old or 15-year-old or a combination of those marks doing? Like what, yeah. what were you like at those different points in your life? That's a great question. Um, always was, I always had some type of desire to do things. I didn't know what it was gonna be, but like seven years old, I mean, I don't know, to be honest, to be very honest, nobody knows this, but probably like my mother, um, seven years old, I was like, throwing concerts for my family like doing like in sync dances like i always was thinking like i was gonna be like something um moving forward it's like okay i'm really into baseball and i love i love the sport of baseball i start playing and i start developing into a, a college athlete and then all of a sudden it's coaching kids and then it was like okay i'm not gonna dance as in sync anymore but like hey what would it look like if i opened up a, a baseball complex right um, always been into music. It's like, hey, I'm driving down the street and there's a four lease sign. That'd be a cool like recording studio. So I don't know what it was, but I was always thinking about 
doing different things and, and opening up a potential business, um, which I think led me to, yes, as a W-2 employee for my father-in-law, right? I didn't own the business, but it always kind of like made me work as if like I had ownership, um, more kind of like a entrepreneur, I guess. Uh, and, you know, again, there was a family dynamic. It was also making sure like they could rely on me uh, to take care of things. So I definitely took ownership that way. But I just think throughout my childhood, I always was trying to do a different path than maybe my mother or my father where, you know, it's, it's the same job for 20 plus years. Uh, I always just wanted to like, just be seen, I guess, you know, and, and, and have fun doing it. Um, because you're right. <laughs> like nobody grows up thinking like, yeah, I can't wait to sell credit card processing. But, um, you know, I just, I was very good at selling. Um, and I think because I became a very good individual from the sales aspect and now my in-laws are kind of relying on me and, and helping that blended with, I heard a lot of stories about negative experiences from customers. So I, I took everything and I just said, how could I be great at, you know, sales, but how could I really be great at just communicating and, and understanding where customers are at? Um, and really making sure that they're taken care of uh, as a small business. Um, that kind of really transitioned to where I am now and why I'm doing what I'm doing now. Um, you know, I don't know, maybe eventually I'll go dance on a stage somewhere again, but that's like, I think the whole relationship of me getting brought up, having these big ideas did lead me to where I was. And, you know, nobody, again, I didn't think about merchant services, but there was always a gravitation towards, you know, helping, right? Anybody that has a service-based company, really it's to help somebody else. Um, and it's it's much the same with merchant services, even though people just think of us like, okay, just, you know, something to swipe my credit card through. Yeah, well, if any, any of the listeners, you know, my listeners tend to be entrepreneurs, business owners, for sure. And so all of us are sitting here nodding our heads. I'm nodding my head because the the... The consumers don't see the back end side of the merchant experience for us as business owners now. And they sometimes see the front end side if it's a if it's a fumble. That's really it. Yeah. Our consumers don't think anything about our merchant service until it doesn't go well, until yeah. it's too high of fees, until it's chunky, until it's annoying. Right. Or they you can't do your ACH or you can't do your bank card or you can't do what you want to do we kind of take for granted that that middleman of our emergent services it should be in a different experience. And the thing I take away from the five, 10, seven year old Mark giving concerts is it's about putting the people first. That's what they want, right? Whether it's a concert, they want to be entertained and fun, have fun, or it's the kids wanting to learn and the, the team wanting to have a coach, like wanting to have somebody who's putting that end game first in a place that I will be honest, like the players in the game right now, well, the whole merchant industry is shifting so much because of our PayPal's and our Venmo's and all of these other opportunities out there. Um, I think there's probably a lot of synchronicity to the young Mark than you're probably giving yourself even credit to because um, from what I can see so far, you guys are definitely approaching things differently. Yeah, you know, 
speaking of, and I know we had spoken of it briefly, but yeah, like when you talk about Stripe or you talk about PayPal, Square, you know, these guys, they're doing something tremendously well. And that is, they just have a fat marketing budget. Like they get out to the consumer, the end user, the business owner. <clears throat> they have a lot of different, very sexy marketing tactics um, and just the appeal of the technology. You know, people want that. People want ease of use. People want the various integrations. Um, and one thing that's very different is, you know, what we've done in the past two, three years, uh, it's just, it's all almost word of mouth. We, we don't run ads. Um, and really what we are doing is making sure that the relationship is the thing that is driving us forward. So whatever that customer relationship is, you know, can they tell people about us? And then, you know, can these relationships develop over time? And more and more people are talking about us where now, you know, somebody may do a youtube video because they've had a good experience with us and now that youtube video is evergreen and people are seeing that so i think that's one thing that you'll see because you're going to listen to this and you'll be like i've never even heard of deposit well yeah we don't run ads so you know you can check out the website and see more about it but really the big focus is maybe from the five or seven year old and i didn't think about it but like I think everybody on our team just understands how valuable the human relationship is and not only hey you're valuable staff or you're valuable to the listener but again the money that you guys are trying to create is also valuable and the businesses that you're trying to create are valuable and we've always known and maybe you yourself listening have heard you know these horror stories where you wake up one morning you get a text message from stripe and they're locking your money or you get the ultimate text message and they just shut you down. You know, those are things that we notice and, and that we see and we're trying to solve. Um, that's typically why people do end up on a call with us or do want to work with us is because they know this is a stable, it's a secure solution that you're able to not only process payments now with, but over time as you're building, we're going to assist you with increasing that monthly volume for you. So you're never going to be stuck. Mm. Um, you had said something earlier and I want to point, it's a learning opportunity for me. You had said that there are high risk and I, I don't know if you said low risk or, yeah. or, you know, there's just risk or high risk, right? Yeah. Yeah. Type of, of needs, right? You had mentioned that like some coaches are going to be more in that high risk category. Educate me more on what that really means. Cause that's, yeah. that's new for me. Yeah. So high and low risk. I really just, keep it pretty simple for people. Just think about it from a chargeback standpoint. And that's really it. Um, you know, if you're working with a consultant, you know, they're going to tell you that the course is, you know, a three month course, it's a 5k ticket. And um, you, maybe at the end of three months, again, it's a three month deliverable. So you might not know what the end result is for three months. So it just has a higher tendency for a consumer to say, well, I wasn't satisfied. I'm going to charge this back. Right. <clears throat> and versus like, I'm going to go to a steakhouse. I'm going to get a nice steak and I ordered it well done and it comes out, you know, medium rare. I'm not going to eat the steak. I'm going to take care of it right there. No one eats the meal and then says, you know what? Right. I'm going to charge this back. 
Um, so that's really the the big thing. It's just about the likelihood of a dispute or a chargeback uh, happening in that environment. That's really what it comes down to. Gotcha. And then so you were finding that you had a lot of relationships with kind of these high risk individuals who, so like think of our listeners, your, your high service ticket people and, and the ones that expand over the course of several months. So you're providing, and I fall into this category, we provide a lot of value that you will never not have once you have it, right? That if you're a coach, you're giving your brain, your knowledge away. Once I've shared that with you, it's here forever. And if it is, like you mentioned, three-month program, four or five-month program, and you decide at a certain point, you know, I'm not getting what I want out of it, and you just dispute it with your merchant, and you kind of cut that service provider out, there's a lot of risk for the service provider um, going on right there. So so you had these relationships, and it sounds like you really cater to those high-risk high individuals. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I think... I think the only reason why I even thought that it was like something I wanted to do um, was because they were actually good friends of mine. And I was just like, you know, how do I help these guys? Because it was the same situation where somebody had like a, a drop shipping store um, and, you know, something happened with their Shopify account. <clears throat> and then somebody um, had a credit repair business and, and they couldn't really get an account. Um, and they're asking me, they're saying, Hey, do you know, do you know? And I was just like, I don't, but I can definitely find the answer. Um, so that's where I really started working with Patricia. Um, I started working with Dave and, and trying to understand that side of the business because it's much more than just, here's an application, let's get you approved. You know, it's really understanding what's the fulfillment timeline. And then also just making sure operationally, they have a lot of things in place that are sound. Um, so like if I'm drop shipping, do I have a fulfillment agreement in place? Do I have terms of services? Do I have refund policies? And it might sound, you know, like, okay, yeah, Mark, that's easy. But a lot of people just kind of overlook it. You know, mm -hmm. if I'm a consultant and I'm working with clients um, and it's a three month program, Hey, listen, let's make sure that you have, your terms and your refund policy. Yeah, have that in place. But do you have a client agreement in place? Let's make sure that that's set. Also, something very small that I don't really know if a lot of people utilize, but how about also whether it's in your contract or after the fact, how about we also implement maybe just a simple credit card authorization form as well, right? So now, the client signing off on the terms of service, but then also maybe you send out a JOT form or a DocuSign and they're taking care of a credit card authorization form. You have all of these documents and evidence in place. So if in the event of a dispute or a chargeback, you can say, well, look, Dan, you filled out this credit card information on your own and signed off on it on your own. Now you're going to tell me like that it's a chargeback. So when you send these documents in and when you package it into uh, our chargeback department, they're going to easily be able to, you know, have all of those supporting items in place. And that's something we ask our merchants to do before they're even approved. Yeah. Um, so again, when they are approved, we know that there's a lot more security and stability for them if they were to do it that way than with Stripe or PayPal you get an automatic approval right away. They don't really look much into you. Um, so we really want to make sure 
these guys are protected, their money's protected. That that's really what it always will come down to. So during this process, it's a little bit of an educational moment. It's a little bit of, you know, a consulting moment. Um, and it might take a little bit longer, but we want to make sure we get it done right the first time. I think it's beautiful though, because I mean, right now, you know, the, the services I'm using, they're fairly well known and it's plug and play. And there was no human behind it. Um, you know, outside of my accounting team, there's no humans who's helping me figure all this out. It's really just, you know, the partnerships and relationships and team I have, um, even down to, you know, how do we reduce fees? What third party do we bring into the mix to keep, you know, fees down? And even with those, no human connection, no like actual conversation was had. And the contracts and the agreements and all of the things you just mentioned, a, I didn't have, <clears throat> I didn't have through my services supporting me and suggesting that I do them. I only had them after a, a mishap happened, yeah. after an uh-oh happened, after I got burned, really, right? And so I love that you guys have this service, this provider focus so strongly and not just as, well, we just mostly care about our providers. It's we care about our providers and we want to do the above and beyond to help them. Yeah. It's also a beautiful thing for the consumers. A lot of consumers dive into things and don't really think them through. They've kind of gotten off easy with being able to pull out of contracts and dare I say ghost things. Um, and we, there's not a ton of protection on us. And so to have that clear expectation that your provider is giving you as a consumer. Like, I love the transparency that that offers. It's really all we want. That's really all we want. I think that's also another reason, you know, we just don't do contracts either, you know? So look, you can sign up for Stripe with no contract. We want you to be able to do the same thing with us. And that's why this heavy, heavy weight of um, our importance on relationships matters so much because we know it's earning it every single month. You know, we're not tying them into anything. So I uh, I totally agree. I totally see where you're coming from too. Yeah. You had said something and I'm curious about it. You had said that you have a lot of, a lot of, because of the human and relationship drive of your business and focus of your business, you've got a lot of great like testimonials and YouTube videos. And, um, you know, essentially I always say this and I think it's funny because it sounds negative, but you know, you've got a lot of people talking behind your back. Yeah. I'm curious, what are they saying? What are the things they're saying? So the biggest thing is just how easy we are to work with, I would say. Um, that is by far, if it was a Google review, uh, it's typically how easy it is to work with us, how responsive we are. Um, again, the the responsiveness, I think it's because like we're just not quote unquote business people. There's no like dial the 1-800 number and hit option three, just text us. So we have an open text line seven days a week, you know, feel free, just give us a, a call, give us a text. Um, again, it's somebody's money. So, you know, let's make sure we're on top of that. Um, and then it's just about how fast we are as well to making sure somebody's approved, but also, I think it comes down to the level of attention we're really trying to give when it's about the onboarding. So listen, like, yeah, we just got you a gateway. Here you go. Well, no. When can we get you on a phone call with one of our tech specialists 
to make sure that you're comfortable with the software or you know we got you a specific gateway and you need it for shopify or you need it for click funnels or you need it for a you know checkout page on wordpress or whatever um we want to make sure that you have a phone call with somebody that's able to help you with the integration and walk you through any test transactions so i think those are really by far uh the biggest biggest uh pieces of content or reviews that we are getting is just making sure that they know the communications there uh and it's, it's reciprocal both ways yeah it's it's lacking in a lot of the larger companies you know like you said they've got huge marketing budgets and that therefore you know they're putting their money what some but someplace and it's not always a human answering a phone right and and being available not to knock it i'm just saying you have pros and cons so you have to absolutely you have to kind of decide what is important to you when it comes to your merchant services and, and support. Um, so kind of on a high level, what, you know, kind of, I know we've talked about it. I think listeners have a good sense of what deposit is, but let's just kind of give a good like general overview of what deposit is, who's it for, and then what's like the easiest way to get into your world? Yeah. High level. We're known for high risk. I'll say that, but we work with individuals, small to medium-sized businesses within the United States to help them accept credit card payments and or ACH options. That's really what we do. Um, it's all about empowering the business owner to have assurance that they're gonna be fully able to maximize their cash flow every single month. Um, that's why we do it. That's why we've built it to protect these individuals. And again, because we're more known for these higher ticket clients high coaching clients they come to us because they want that level of assurance with the merchant account um and to be frank i think the easiest thing in terms of like just getting connected or, or getting into you know who we are or into my world um please i i ask anybody you know connect with me on on instagram or connect with me on facebook 100 percent uh very responsive if you direct message me um and even if you don't ever direct message me and you just want to see me post a little quick tip about a merchant account or post a little thing about you know you want to see me and my son hang out whatever um very accessible and if you also would like you can absolutely just go to deposit.com deposit by the way is spelled with a y <laughs> not an i um yeah i don't know just a little marketing i don't know what we were thinking um but anyways <laughs> definitely you can feel free to just book a call not going to be entirely sales at all if you just want to like understand how we integrate with certain things or understand how funding works understand anything just about going on in your business and and what feedback we can give definitely feel free to to book a call it does not mean that we're thinking you're going to switch right away if you just want to have a genuine conversation um hear what we would say about your offer or your structure how we would maybe tweak things to best support the merchant account i would definitely say give it a go um we would love to be able to have a conversation with you awesome i love that i love to like you guys um the quote i've you guys have heard me say it a lot but the quote that i share and i love and i feel i feel it from you and i feel it from the the business from deposit the quote is from Manush Shafiq, and she said that in the past, jobs were about muscles. Now they're about brains. In the future, they'll be about heart. 
And I truly believe in 2023 that, and in 2024, that that's now, that's the future. We're now in that heart place. And as consumers, we have at the click of a button, at the touch of a finger, at any time, the choice to shop and consume our goods and services anywhere from anyone. And so why are we not looking for passionate, purposeful people to do that with? And so I love that you guys exist. I'm so glad that we are in each other's world. I'm excited to follow and learn more about Deposit and you. Um, we will make sure in the show notes that we have Deposit's website. It's easy. It's deposit.com. Yes, with a Y. So D-E-P-O-S-Y-T.com. Easy to get to. Um, and then, yeah, check the show notes for that. Otherwise, thank you so much, for Mark, for being on here. Thank you, Steph. I really appreciate the time. Absolutely. Yes, likewise. And I made it through without needing cough drop. We're on <laughs> day two of filming with a cold. So thank you again. All right, guys. Until next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Passion on Purpose podcast. I truly hope you got a lot of value out of this episode. So if you did, please rate, review, and share. If you are interested in being a guest on the show, whether a leader or an expert, please go to getvim.com forward slash podcast, and you will find our application page or reach out to me directly and I can give you more information. 